Rick Dayton on a Monday after the news at 5.30, the traffic and the weather too. And so what does that mean? It's time to check out what's on Rick's reading list. And this week's book is by Howard Jacobson. Howard Jacobson wrote a book called The Mighty Walzer, W-A-L-Z-E-R. And The Mighty Walzer is a young man by the name of Oliver Walzer. Oliver Walzer was growing up in Manchester, England in the 1950s and 60s. And it's a fictional account, and yet at the same time, it is sort of a coming-of-age story of a young man who was trying to figure it all out, trying to figure out life in a Jewish family, trying to figure out what it was like for his family in that community that wasn't entirely Jewish, trying to figure out what he was supposed to do since he had seemingly no athletic ability in an area where athleticism was valued, a young man who was trying to figure out his place with ladies even though he was painfully, painfully shy and wondered if that would ever be a possibility as much as he hoped that one day it would. The Mighty Walzer, as I went through, and I'm still not even exactly sure how I ended up having this book um, come across my, my radar as far as something that I wanted to read, but I always like to try to do things and read things that are maybe off the beaten path sometimes. And I want to try to learn about different cultures and different areas and different uh, types of people and different types of thinking. So this one, when I read some of the reviews on, say, Amazon, for instance, and I just want to go through a couple of them that, that led me to believe that, okay, this is something that I might find interesting. Someone said, I found this book arresting and captivating. The author has a power of a poet to compel the reader to fill in the blanks and use his or her own life experiences to provide a meaningful experience. It is a book for those who have lived for enough years to understand the complex and inexplicable thoughts and emotions we are all bound to experience. I leave the book not entertained so much as embraced by the author and his characters. I mean, that to me sounds fascinating, sounds interesting. Somebody else says, a great read. Howard Jacobson is great. Well, he's describing Manchester in the 50s and 60s. I find it not different than the New York where I grew up. Howard Jacobson is a very funny man. As I get older, I find that fewer and fewer things tickle my funny bone. To say that when I read a Jacobson book, I frequently burst out laughing out loud is the ultimate compliment to Mr. Jacobson's comedy writing skills. Jacobson is a good storyteller, it says. This is not a suspense novel, but it kept me glued to my seat until I finished it. This is the second book I've read by this author and certainly not the last. So I read those two reviews and it says, okay, this is something in terms of you've got to be of a certain age and maturity perhaps to fill in the blanks. And I think that I have read enough and have lived enough years into now my sixth decade, fifth decade, anyway, 55 years old, to have understood some things and to fail a few times and succeeded once or twice and come up short to have experienced those sorts of things that a, a book about life and putting it in perspective, I think I probably can check that box. I didn't feel like I knew a lot about um, relationships within Jewish families. I have many friends who are Jewish, and yet at the same time, I can't pretend to say that I grew up in a city that there was a heavy Jewish influence. There certainly was not. 
growing up in Grove City. But that doesn't mean that I haven't been able to make a number of friends who are very close to me, who have shared Judaism, and we have talked about it extensively, including Rabbi Charlie, who has been on this program a number of times, and one of my dearest friends in the world, Mark Margolis, who lives in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, who's Jewish. So to say that I haven't been experiencing that is also not true. And yet what I found as I read The Mighty Walzer is I found that there was so much in it that I did not understand. And as a result, maybe I didn't get the subtlety and or the comedy that went along with it. You see, there was so much of it that was using the vernacular of Yiddish which the people who had grown up in that Jewish culture would have known the undertones of it and the subterranean um, messages that were, were there sort of shallowly under the surface, that they would have been able to understand what exactly Jacobson meant by that. For me, I probably missed the overwhelming majority of those references. The character himself ends up in a situation where as he is growing, he ends up as a competitive ping pong player. And it is that competitiveness of ping pong in Great Britain and starting out at a local facility and playing on local levels and getting better there and meeting some other people who were older than he was and better than he was, who taught him some things. And before you know it, he gets to be very, very good and ends up playing at a regional level and then a more national level and rising up through the ranks, I find myself, okay, I can understand that, the competitive side of that and the and the innuendo and the nuance of what they're talking about with ping pong and you know even little things in terms of what they wore and, and what those outfits would have looked like. I mean, I could understand that. But as it would go over to where he was working for his father's shop, which was a little shop in the marketplace and, you know, selling of swag, if you will, and selling little tchotchkes and things like that in almost a flea market type of setting because their family was so very poor was something that I struggled to understand because so much of that was around the Jewish community. There's not many books that I have read that I get three quarters of the way through it and I say to myself, I just don't know that I can finish this book. I personally really struggled with the fact that I didn't find it uproariously funny. I didn't find it to be really, really um, hilarious like so many people did. I, I did understand the journey about personal growth, but at the same time, I struggled through so much of what I think is the innuendo. I liked the, far, the, 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 the fact that it was the part that was about ping pong. I liked the, the commentary that was about growing up in Manchester, England. I understand, I think, what he was trying to do as he talked about being Jewish. But I think I find myself really, as I look back at another one of the reviews, and I think this really kind of sums it up for me. 
I've been trying to find a good contemporary humor author, and I took this on the suggestions. I'm afraid it did not appeal and finally gave up about three quarters of the way to the end. Not funny, miserable, only gets one star because I can't give it zero. I'm not that harsh on it. I did finish it. And the end, I thought, was thought-provoking enough so that it almost wanted to put it back in good graces. Could I recommend it, though, unfailingly to anyone? And the answer to that is no, I couldn't. If you are looking for something in that space that has some international um, feel to it and that also has some undertones of different cultures and things like that, that's one thing. But I just really struggled from an American perspective, having grown up in western Pennsylvania and lived in other parts of the United States, I just really struggled to wrap my head around and fully understand what Howard Jacobson was doing with his book called The Mighty Walser. That's not to say you won't enjoy it, but of all the things that I have read in the last year, hundred-some books, I would say, I would have to put this one down near my bottom 20. It just really kind of missed the mark for me. Again, that's not to say you won't enjoy it. And a lot of people say wonderful things about it. To me, I just didn't get it. It's 545. That's Rick's reading list for this Monday, the 27th of February. And don't worry, we'll keep on reading and keep on talking on Mondays about what else is on Rick's reading list.